0: address this um so cory perry today put on waivers and if he's not picked up instantly contract is going to be terminated for allegedly fraternizing with connor bedard's mother Mm -hmm. what the are we
1: talking about all right episode 95 95 you smell that, Michael? These are, the, these are the days that I wish that we had like a little bit of a music intro to roll into. Uh, anybody listening that's musically talented, go ahead and send us a, a, a little intro tune. It's episode 95. Everything's coming up, Bob. Everything's coming up. Fair enough. Everything's coming. It's just a beautiful Tuesday today in the D, and it's fucking freezing here. Uh, Bob in Detroit. Michael in Chicago, Jack in Detroit. It's episode 95, but it feels a little bit more like episode 88 in Detroit today. (laughs) You know, it really does, because (laughs) the man that by the time he's done with his career is going to be known as a Detroit legend, Patrick Kane, has returned home and will be playing alongside the cat. Alex to brink it. Uh we got a lot to get to today. Michigan OSU playoff scenarios. Uh there's some other weird shit going on inside the Blackhawks organization. Uh we got a Thursday night football gambling corner to talk about. Fair enough Pod is hot for no reason. Yeah, Gut for feels no reason. <laughs> Mike and I aren't gonna front you. We're putting these things together with just kind of balls feeling. It's kind of week eleven, so maybe it's just like we've been lot watching a lot of ball and it's uh, about the, time type of situation, too. You lose enough. You got to hit a
0: hot streak to kind of jump back on the schneid. But, yeah.
1: That's what Driver. a lot of it feels like, too, is that the, at some point you can't keep losing. It's statistically impossible. <laughs> and so yeah. as, as we have post, we've created three parlays and we've hit three. Um, so follow the Instagram and the TikTok for that. But as I said, it's feeling a little bit like episode 88 today. And I just yeah. wanted to get. All thoughts, all feelings. Uh, and I'll talk to you a little bit about what I'm thinking about it after, but floor is yours. Ah, yeah, I'm just sad. It's not
0: you know, the thing is you i know, I I'll just say this. I didn't think he was gonna come back to the Blackhawks. But it's mm-hmm. like just fucking God. Just stay away.
1: Just, just go to
0: Buffalo. yeah go to Buffalo. (laughs) stay in new york go anywhere like stay go anywhere on the fucking east coast where you're home like of all places like fuck and and not to be a dick like detroit they're not even that good like they're they're getting better and like they've showed glimpses they beat boston a couple times like yeah they're not bad but they're not like great where it's like you don't have that many years left you're not you're gonna not go to a team that's like in like actual contention now, it's like it just breaks my heart because you know, I didn't ever think he would leave the the Hawks. Mm-hmm. And then to see him leave and then okay, he's hurt and you're like, Oh fuck, that's sad, blah blah blah, you feel for that. Then to see him go to the team that like you want him to go to the absolute least plus to brink it is just Fucking
1: depressing <laughs> It's a swift kick in the sack Yeah
0: it's like dude You know it's like the the loyalty It's hard to find that Like where you have a guy play for you know 12-13 years like he did Or no it was even more than that It was 15 years with the Hawks or whatever Like It's hard to find that You know and, and you thought he would stay And just kind of stick around But like he has too much good hockey left to stay with the Hawks And uh Yeah, I I think he's. People are sleeping on him. I don't know why. It's like he was injured. You know, like he didn't play all that well last year because he's hurt. Like now he's got the surgery. Like, as long as his rehab went well and everything, like, I don't. It's hard to beat that hands. Like, he's just. And
1: Patrick Kane's not all that well. He scored 21 goals last year, you know? And that's his not all that well.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I didn't Mm. even realize that. But it's like. Yeah, and he's got his guy who, like, other than him and Panarin, like, I've never seen him and Dabrinkit together was the best combo of Patrick Kane, other than the one year that we had Panarin when, I mean, they were just discussing together. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's just it's just tough to see. There's going to be a lot of goals. I mean, Dabrinkit already scores a lot of goals, and when you put fucking 88 between him and the puck, it's just yeah. gonna be more
1: goals for number twelve.
0: Or no, he, what is he ninety three for the Red Wings?
1: No, he's gonna. I think he's gonna be eighty. Or oh, you're talking about DeBrinket? DeBrinket, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think it sounds like Sprong is giving up his eighty eight to he fucking uh, better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the first was... ballot greatest American uh, player ever. I was like, why did we even tweet about this? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like no shit. Grow up. As yeah, a clause. Sprong just said, Yep. Oh, yep. Yes, sir. Yep. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: As long as I was, like, get my
0: nine minutes a game, I'm g- just, yeah, I'll give up the number.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you, need your, do you need your skate sharpen or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> Patrick Kane's in fucking town. No shit. He gets yeah. 88. What a fucking, so,
0: what a pickup.
1: What a pickup. And what it says to me the most, more than anything, and to Brinkett's in this boat too. It's that the Red Wings are building something that people want to be a part of, and I think that's what this signing says the most. Um, because he, it was down to what it sounds like us in Florida. What, like you said, why not go to Florida? The two biggest things that Florida had going for it that Detroit did not: income tax and playoff bound for sure. Yeah, we don't know what's get like. Like you said, the Wings have won a couple of nice games. They probably shouldn't two against boston somehow mm-hmm. uh are we like pounding the table like buying playoff tickets right now fuck no we don't know what this team's gonna look like after january like it could be an absolute mess on the back half
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so for him to come here and say i want to come either whether it's play for to brinkett I want to, you know, there were some things going around today that he liked the way that Derek Lalonde was kind of talking to him about X's and O's and things like that. Um, Obviously liked Steve Eiserman, So it just gives me hope that, you know, is Patrick Kane going to help the Red Wings win a Stanley Cup? Probably not. Is this a good sign for a player like fucking Trevor Zegres or a guy like that or an Austin Matthews or... High level players might want to come play in Detroit, yeah, which you a, haven't been able to say since 2008.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a flashy new toy that it, it it's like when you when you shine a fucking laser pointer on the wall and a cat goes after it. Yep. It's like yeah, he might not be the cat. He might not be the guy that's gonna fucking get you, but he's definitely mm-hmm. the laser pointer that's getting you there. You know
1: exactly. Exactly. So. He's. He he is making other people in the league say, wait, what the fuck? Yeah,
0: what's going on?
1: Yeah, do I want to go over there? Like, let me talk to Steve. So yeah. I love the signing. Obviously, like, it's kind of weird that my – I feel like my hatred for Patrick Kane was so short-lived because the wings weren't very good when the Hawks were very good. It was kind of like a cutoff. You know, wings yeah, were good in 2009. That was the last cup run. And then the Hawks won in 2010 Yeah, and they knocked us out of the playoffs that year. And it was like, uh, okay. Like it felt like there was a changing of the guard. So I didn't even really have time to hate Patrick Kane, which makes this nicer. Um, because if it was like a, like I fucking hated Patrick Sharp, (laughs) I don't know why, but I hated that guy. And, you know there's guys like when mike madonna came here it was like fuck mike madonna like that guy sucks (laughs) but it was like all right whatever have him on the team so this kind of feels more like a daniel alfredson a guy that never really bothered the wings when they were good so i'm like all right whatever let's let's see what happens but i'm psyched um you bet your sweet ass there's going to be 88 Kane jerseys all over little caesars arena um it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking dope. I can't wait till he touches the ice, which sounds like it might be a couple weeks. So, yeah, he's uh he's fucking he's fun to
0: watch. He's he's just good, man. He's just you know he his IQ is nuts. I mean, he's not physical. You know, he just got nasty. But it's no defense, and, <laughs> which is and gonna the be thing a problem. is though. The thing is though, Bob, is that that's not that true. He. Is a really good back checker He really he, he Four check okay whatever he's a winger Small guy anyway he's not out on the Four check all day but the dude mm-hmm. comes Back hard and he He makes plays in the D zone more than You expect he's not hitting guys he's Not getting in front of pucks But he's not useless That's And good. He, obviously You don't see that from like the highlights Or even playoff but like He is a hockey He's a full hockey player But yeah, obviously offensive guru. So you're not going to fucking be putting your body on the line. Like you don't need to do that, but he really will. He'll go out there and he'll he'll show you like, and especially in a, I guarantee in a new environment, like he's going to want to win over the Detroit fans, especially because there's going to be so many Detroit fans that hate him and the Hawks organization already. He's going to go out there and play dude. And he's going to try and he's going to bust Dick. And I'm, you'll, you'll be surprised how, sufficient his defense is not efficient but not deficient it's yeah. just there right and It's en- right. Enough somewhere for, in the middle yeah it's enough for you to be like okay you know
1: that's all yeah, i care tri- about
0: yeah he'll get a tripping penalty here and there but it's because of effort not because of laziness you know what i mean mm-hmm. so <clears throat> you'll be surprised about the defense
1: too i can't wait to see him on the power play i hope we put together something like a, a larkin to bring it Goss, Despair, Perron, Kane power play unit. That would be fucking sweet. And then seeing, you know, a Kane de Mo Sider uh oh. 3 on 3 overtime line. Just putting Kane yeah. and de out there and letting them fucking go. I think that'll be sweet too. So Who do you
0: think they're going to put in the middle of of them to Perron? Is he a center? Perron's a center. Yeah. Right?
1: That's what I don't know. Um uh, because Who's there's been two? like Well, JT Comfort. Has been playing center, too. So, he's there. Perron's there. And then they've been talking about, like, Larkin, but I don't think they're going to switch Larkin and Raymond have just been playing so well together. Uh, And they've always kind of been a pair. They've been switching it up a lot lately, though. So, who the fuck knows? We'll see. Yeah. I mean, Um,
0: yeah, and then, obviously, this, they'll, you know, you do things where you start overloading lines when you think it's necessary and whatnot, but... Yeah, I mean you got it. It's good to have consistency though.
1: For sure. Well, we got this other hockey thing out there. Should yeah, we address this, we address oh, I, this shit really quick? Let's address this. Um
0: so Corey Perry today put on waivers and if he's not picked up instantly contract is going to be terminated for allegedly fraternizing with Connor Bedard's mother.
1: What the fuck are we talking about? What is he as of as of about forty two minutes ago? The Blackhawks put this to bed. Yeah, supposedly, supposedly came
0: out. Yeah, they
1: either put it to bed or they covered it up. One Mm -hmm. of the two,
0: or at least, Uh, uh, or at least they're gonna put it so far under wraps that even if it does come out as true, that we're all gonna forget about it.
1: Yeah, Perry's or not believe team. it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I. What do you think of all this?
1: As much as I want to believe that he took Bedard's mom up to a hotel room and fucking bent her over the fridge, I don't think that that happened. I, don't I just either. don't see it happening. I just don't. When would they ever be alone together? or in a place where they could sneak off to be alone together.
0: Yeah, that was my thing. Well, I think they they, the, they made it seem it was the mom's weekend, which was like two weekends ago or something like that.
1: Yeah, whatever. which is, okay, yes, I should have prefaced with that. So it was whatever happened might have happened during <clears throat> the mom's weekend, and that's kind of how this whole rumor got started and got actual gas behind it.
0: I, yeah, I just don't know, like, what... For one, I mean, not that being married with kids means fucking anything, especially the people who are a little bit, like, above normal people. Like, when I say that, pro athletes, celebrities, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, politicians, like, fidelity or infidelity or whatever you want to say. I don't know what the real word is. It's it's rampant. It runs rampant. They all do this weird mm-hmm. shit. But, like,
1: Corey Perry, like, Yeah,
0: yeah, th- he has <laughs> wife, kids, like, I, they they did this thing on him early in the year about how he they're like acclimating to Chicago and like how his kids are going to this new school and blah. blah. He seems like such a he seemed like a pretty happily married guy where it's like I don't know, but
1: and for the casuals by the way or anybody that doesn't know who Bedard is, so we're talking about a player um, on the Blackhawks, Corey Perry, allegedly had sex with a uh, the rookie phenoms. On the team, Connor Bedard, he's 18 years old. Allegedly, Corey Perry, a veteran who's probably, like, what, 35, had sex with Connor Bedard, the rookie's mom, on a mom's trip. Uh, They do this every year with moms and dads. They'll take the moms or dads on a road trip when they go to, like, normally it's Cali or Florida, uh, Mm -hmm. somewhere nice. They'll just take all the team moms or dads. And it's fucking wild.
0: Uh, See, I feel like they always... I I feel like, well, this one is a little bit different Because it's with the mom But, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's always, like, this, like Oh, Patrick Sharp fucked Duncan Keats' wife uh, And, like, that was all bullshit And, like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know I don't get where the, like, the gas comes from, though Like, how does somebody allege that? You know, like, who's the one that's like Hey, you know what? I'm gonna fucking just ruin this whole franchise It's gotta be, like, some Wings fan who's, like <laughs> Let's get a fucking couple tweets rolling out there. Yeah. Boom. I, I don't that, get it.
1: That's what I don't get either. And there were like allegedly like somebody I saw some like text messages floating around on Twitter that didn't look real. Um, whenever somebody puts out like weird text messages on Twitter, it's always on like WhatsApp. And it's like yeah. these guys aren't fucking using WhatsApp or like whatever weird message board this is. Like nobody's using that. They're it, either iPhone screenshots or it's not real.
0: Yeah. And also like even you can have iPhone screenshots and put like Connor's mom or Stacy or whatever her name is and like and that could be <laughs> bullshit. You know, like AI can do all this shit anyway. So it's like Yeah. I, I don't know it it just seems like somebody trying to, like, dismantle any bit of, like, traction that the Hawks may potentially gain going forward this year Um, and, like, their whole rebuild and stuff. Like, it, I don't know. Like, it just seems – it sucks. It's going to fuck things up, though, because I, I think about an 18-year-old kid. Like, I know he's mentally tough, and he's kind of like a weirdo, how he's, like, so, like – Hockey, hockey, hockey. He's almost, like, Gretzky-esque with his mentality towards hockey. It's like and how much Gretzky he and it.
1: Stevie Y, 100%. Like, we just yeah. won't talk about anything.
0: And <laughs> just, like, just loves hockey, you know? Just absolutely loves hockey. Doesn't, like, it's not practice to him. It's like, I just want to be, like... But, like, I don't care how mentally tough you are. H- having that noodling around up in your fucking head,
1: dude. Like, that's got to be rough. Um, oh. And like, the... Every other guy on the ice the rest of your, you know, I mean, it won't be the rest of your career, but it'll probably be the next couple of years are going to be chirping you about it.
0: Yeah, you would imagine, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Is it worse?
1: Is it worse to be the kid in school like with the hot mom or is it worse to be the kid in school that's like uh, short or you got like Coke bottle lenses or something like that, you know? I was well, the short I, kid, and it wasn't was that saying, bad.
0: When, yeah, I was the short kid also.
1: I feel like the hot mom kid got more shit than I did.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think the hot sister thing might be a little worse because there's potential that too. those friends fuck the sister. Right.
1: The mom uh, is a lot less likely. It's unfortunate for Bernard that this had yeah. happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the mom thing is – well, also, that's like middle school shit for like early high school. Like This is like, okay – yeah, yeah, the mom—the mom's in shit. play now. Yeah, the mom's in
1: play. <laughs> don't <laughs> uh, bring her on the trip, dude. It's not worth it. She's she's hot. She's not ugly. Um, uh she's she's something. I when I pulled the photo up, I was like, hey, for a I mom. could see it. And that's what it had to be for him. Was like, she's a mom, and that's what I think is hot about it. You know, because I don't know, she just didn't do it for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, she doesn't necessarily crank the needle, but I mean... It,
1: maybe the dad was watching. Maybe it was a cuck well, situation.
0: That's, so that's some shit. Maybe the dad leaked it.
1: I wanted it, a divorce. Ooh! <laughs> and then he... I don't know, like... Him and Connor have to be real tight then. Yeah, I don't Because you're maybe, not leaving all that... You're not leaving all that money. No, absolutely not. You'll deal I with the know. wife.
0: I, I don't love it. I And it's just kind of like... Like... The Hawks don't deserve a break, okay? After all the shit that that went down and all the cover up of the shit that you know, all that stuff, they don't deserve any breaks. Let me tell you what. Uh, I mean, getting Connor Bedard was absolute blasphemy. anyway. that was I the break. It
1: was, and it almost seemed rigged. Um, That's why Patrick Kane is in Detroit because you guys got Connor Bedard.
0: But like, this is That's the thing just though. God. It's like even like okay, so. Once again, the fucking Patrick Sharp banging Duncan Keith's wife. Um, then there was the fucking the the Patrick Kane rape shit. That all that stuff got dropped because the bitch was crazy. Like, I, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say this because I'm not pro. Like, hey, if you if you get raped, that's I, you know, if he was a rapist, he's a fucking rapist. But all the shit got dropped because they had no evidence. And then they you're, were like, well, you're fuck, just saying we're fair not- trial. Yeah, we're not exactly and fucking. Like, but like, there's always something lingering around the goddamn Blackhawks. I swear, it's um, kind of weird. And it's like, what the fuck? Um, like I said, we don't deserve a break, but it would be nice to just have a fresh start. Everyone's gone. All the bad guys are gone. We got this new fucking shiny toy. Yeah, let's like let's let us build something, please.
1: You know. Yep. <laughs> So I get it. Hey, dog, you're talking to a guy that's been under fire for the last six weeks. Yeah, no, with, that's fair. With, with my boys down in Ann Arbor, so it's like yeah, but At least your boy room.
0: didn't fuck one of the kids' moms.
1: <laughs> that's, it's unfortunate though that it went down that way. Honestly, I kind of wish that would have happened though. At this point, I mean, what if Jesus.
0: Harbaugh Harbaugh just got after it with one of the moms?
1: Yeah, if he just pulled an Urban. You know, it's yeah. like, all right, the guy fucked up. He was in the club a little too late. Nothing good happens after midnight. So yeah, let's true. pull him out of there next time. At least he didn't uh, send guys to different stadiums to video them. Yeah. Um, okay. I apologize for your misery, but... Hilarious. Hilarious, and... I saw a tweet today that perfectly summed it up. Noted scumbag Corey Perry does scumbag move. Nobody's surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, that is true. Nobody should be surprised. Because everybody yeah. knew for the last 15 years of his hockey career, the guy is an asshole. So Yeah, that's right. Uh, whatever he did, if it's not this, must have been pretty shitty. Well, you know? and that's
0: – so I think that. Like, to wrap this what? all up is that what could he have done that caused this type of reaction this swiftly? I mean, it's been a week. Like they, let they, he was a healthy scratch and they, and they, they took him off. They benched him or whatever. Healthy scratch last week or like a, five games or whatever. And then today,
1: boom, you're off the team where it's like, it's something serious. You know, I feel like it's a situation. I don't know why I had this gut feeling right when like, when I was, like, thinking it through and I was like, ah, that probably didn't happen. What else could have happened? First thing that popped into my head was, like, he got heated for some reason and maybe, like, hit a trainer or hit an assistant coach or, like, actually, like, physically got on somebody. That was the first thing that came to my head. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, maybe, like, yeah, yeah, like, assaulted someone else in the organization.
1: Yeah, yeah. That could Did you have a anything thing. like that pop into your head? Or any no, first I, I, initial reaction?
0: No, I just kind of like was seeing the shit that we were talking about, like in the group chat, and I was like, what the fuck? And then, like, I didn't realize that, like, so, like I said, it was like a couple games ago, he was a healthy scratch. Then, yesterday, the rumors popped up, and then today, they dropped his ass. So, like, I didn't, it was hard to have an initial reaction because there was already something that was in my head. And it was about banging Bedard's mom. So like, right. it was hard for me to kind of like revamp what I am like. Well, what could it have been? Because um, all I could think about is him fucking bending her over a barrel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll read. I'll read. Before we get off this, I'll read the Blackhawks official statement uh, that they released today. After an internal investigation, the Chicago Blackhawks have determined that Corey Perry has engaged in conduct that is unacceptable and in violation of both the terms of his standard players contract and the Blackhawks' internal policies intended to promote professional and safe work environments. As such, Corey Perry has been placed on unconditional waivers. In the event Mr. Perry clears waivers, we intend to terminate his contract effective immediately. So the keywords for there and me or er, In there for me are internal policies intended to promote professional and safe Safe. work environments. What does that mean? You know,
0: yeah, that's that makes sense. Then where Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, he probably you know, or it could have been a drug thing. That'd be interesting too. I I doubt it was a drug thing, but it could be. It could be a drug thing too. Like wouldn't be substance.
1: That's uh, that's an NHL problem. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying.
1: Always has been.
0: Yeah, and it's like the, the Hawks don't need Corey Perry. Granted, it was kind of it was nice having him out there, like, but like he's not part of the future. It's like so if he's no. bringing you know some stupid shit like that in our locker room, I think that absolutely is a cause for something like this. You know, right?
1: So, yeah, that'd be like if Ben Sherratt on the wings like punched somebody in the face and be like, "Fucking bye, see you." Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could give douche. Sh- you were literally yeah. a body out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay, let's do this. We didn't dive into the game, the game. We didn't dive into the game last week. Uh, we were doing the gambling corner thing. And I don't like to talk much the week of the game, personally. I really don't. I don't like to talk much during the game. That's for damn sure, like in our group chat and things like that. I don't like oh, talking about it. Absolutely not. Uh, because it's just too easy to get fired up. And then the week of doesn't really feel right either. Feels like we're in prep mode. Like, this is it. We're here. Let's, let's let the pads do the talking kind of thing. Um, but what a game. Awesome. Kind of lived up to one of those instant classic kind of games. Uh, was it insanely entertaining? No. Was it close? I'd say, yeah. I mean, you know, 30-24, that's a good final. There were plenty of points scored in the game. Uh, you had some picks here. You had some sacks there. Uh, some Just a ton of decisions to go for it on fourth down by both teams. Um, some big momentum swings. Uh, great game. Great game. Mm-hmm. The, Definitely. The difference for me between this year and the previous two years was the previous two years I was never really worried in the game. It kind of felt like those 21 and 22 were both games that we were literally just kind of walking down the field scoring and we weren't really letting them do much on defense. This year, Ohio State was built a lot differently intentionally to try to beat Michigan. And I think they were on the right path. I don't think that's going to win them a national championship, unfortunately. I think their old way wins them a national championship. But the way that they did it this year was very methodical. They tried to stay on the ground. And when they did stay on the ground, especially in the third quarter, to tie it up at 17s, and they had that drive where they had eight plays in a row at the end where they just punched it down our throats. I was like, fuck. This feels like the momentum and the air just got completely pulled out of the building at not a great time here in the third quarter. Like, if we don't start picking this shit up, we're going to be in a bad spot. Um, so for that to happen and then Michigan to bounce back was a good sign for me moving forward, as opposed to other years where um, after we beat Ohio State the last couple of years, I was like, ah, we're probably going to get shit on by Georgia at some point um, and last year we didn't even make it to that point so hopefully this year we get there but um i thought uh i thought jj played well really used his legs that was great to see the old line fuck when zach Center went down that was brutal and i think yeah. that was just another thing that was like all right this michigan team just added another another chip on their shoulder and as shitty as it is to say like Zach Zinner going down in the fashion that he did was the last thing Ohio state needed. They didn't yeah. need that. They didn't need Michigan to gather another chip <clears throat> on the shoulder. Cause what did they do immediately after that? They fucking punch one in the yeah. first play after gaping hole. Like the O line literally was like, all right, this play, no matter what we're getting in the end zone. And that kind of opened up the rest of the way where it was like, all right, let's, put our foot back on their neck, and let's end this football game. And that's what they did.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that that uh, that drive that tied everything up, I thought was the beginning of the end for Michigan, no doubt. Me too. I was like, dude, like, I, I was like, Michigan has let them kind of stick around for too long in this game. I definitely mm-hmm. thought they were outplaying them the entire the entirety of the game up to that point. And, and I, I was th- like, ah, man, like, this is uh, – This is not good because if they can step on them like this, I mean, I don't I was like, I don't know how they're going to stop them again. And and then, you know, they had three more drives. They made a punt, let up a touchdown and got an interception to steal the game. I mean, they're going to let up points to those teams. But, like, momentum is huge. And, I mean, I do agree. At the end of the day, it sucks about that lineman because he's a fucking animal. But. I definitely do agree with you that it, it propelled them to victory in this game, particularly it might fuck them in the, in, in the big 10 championship. Well, not let's get real, but in the playoff, it might fuck them. Yeah. Um, not having your fucking leader, uh, <laughs> and prop arguably your best fucking lineman. Um, yep. if not for sure, but I, I think your balls on with everything you said. I don't think what you just talked about was inappropriate. Um, I do think that, Ohio state needed to get 18 involved a little earlier.
1: Um, I think so too. And just more often.
0: Yeah. Like, like more often, like I, I'm not saying force balls, but also force balls. Like you don't have to throw Marvin Harrison open. Like you just throw him the ball and he's open all the time. Not every play. You need to establish your run and have all that. But like, I, I I probably Michigan was like, Hey, we're going to double this guy all day. Obviously, Throughout the game, you don't get to see the double coverage until the ball's nah. thrown at a guy. So, if the ball is right. not thrown to him, you can't tell if he was doubled a lot. So, I'm assuming there was a lot of double coverages. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think they just game planned that first half so well. And then they said, hey, let's weather the storm. It just kind of fucking punch for punch like a heavyweight fight in the second yep. half. And whoever comes out on top comes out on top. And I think that's exactly what they did. So. Yep. I think your the, synopsis and your your your, your this summary was perfect what you just said.
1: The best thing that I took away from that game is that this team is this team doesn't care what it takes to win. There is not there is not one single person on this team. It's just the team. They're so fucking resilient in every single way that like they they don't care who's getting the ball like what they have to do to get the win. They just care about winning. They showed that in the Penn State game when they literally didn't throw the ball in the second half. They showed that in the in the Ohio State game as well, just getting punched in the mouth ten different times. Will Johnson got hurt, our best corner, possibly one of the best corners in the nation, going to be a first round draft pick. Got hurt late in the third quarter, early fourth quarter, and that was the guy we had, you know, kind of shadowing Marv, um, and he got beat a couple of times. But like, fuck, it's Marv, you know. So when he went down, I was like, damn, dude, like just just another guy we did not need going down right here. And they weathered the storm and um, and got a couple of big stops. So let's uh, let's dive into a little bit of a playoff scenario here before we move into the gambling corner, because I gave earlier what I think the most fun playoff would be. Everybody knows there's a million different ways that this can happen, and a lot of it hinges on that Georgia-Bama game. What I think would be the most fun, and because I hate Georgia, would be Michigan 1, Bama 2, Oregon 3, Texas 4. So that would mean Louisville beats Florida State, because that would have to happen for Texas to get in. Oregon beats Washington. Bama beats Georgia. So one upset. Well, two upsets. So, Louisville, Louisville's a two-point dog.
0: I, okay. So, my thing... I, okay. I don't think this is possible. I don't think there is a way that Georgia doesn't get in unless they lose by 25 points. You think they're in no matter what? I 100%. I, not, okay. Maybe not 100%. But... Yes, I do. Like, I, I don't... So... Texas beat Bama, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, fucking Texas already has a loss. Who the fuck they lose to? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Red and They River. got
1: stomped out, didn't they? No, it was close, but they lost. Okay.
0: And then Oregon's already lost to Washington, so it's like coming back and beating Washington, who's, not, who's been un, not that impressive. I just don't get how... I don't see... And so, okay, I I just don't see a a world that we live in where this happens
1: because I actually would almost put Ohio State back in over Texas or Oregon. So Ohio State would have the best strength of record, strength of schedule combo. They have a number five strength of record, number six strength of schedule. Um, And then Texas has number six strength of record, number 13 strength of schedule. And everybody else is kind of. Far over that, including, I don't know exactly where Georgia is, but Bama's strength of record is seven, strength of schedule, 31. So it's for whatever reason, the SEC's strength of schedule is not being looked upon as favorably as an Ohio State or as a Texas, which makes it interesting to me when if Georgia loses and then if Texas wins the Big 12 championship and already beat Bama on the road, I don't see... How you could possibly tell them? Sorry, fellas, Georgia just looks better than you, so they're in. Okay, yeah, okay, but
0: I don't necessarily disagree with that. But at what point? Oh,
1: God, dude. like what? Ah. It's a it's a mess. That's why I want to bring it up because Bama, Texas, Oregon, Ohio State all have legit arguments, but only a couple of them are going to be winning their conference championship, which is a like that thirteenth win is yeah, a big guess, fucking deal to the committee.
0: No, I guess you're not wrong. So so okay, fair enough. You you okay, you might be right if that happens. Um but if any one of these teams obviously if Oregon or Texas loses, um but the, they're favored. They're all favorites. That's the thing. Well, okay, well what if Florida State wins? How do you if, bounce Florida State? You need Florida State oh. to lose then.
1: Yeah, I don't think you can. I I understand the argument for bouncing Florida State. You want want the four best teams in. Do I think Michigan would stomp Florida State? Probably. Do I know for a fact Georgia would? Yes. Would Oregon? Fuck yes. So, do I think Florida State is the team that should be in there? Like, over a Texas? Over a Bama? Over an Ohio State? No. But, I think that if you do that, you're kind of so setting a weird precedent.
0: If if Bama, if Bama beats Georgia, is Bama locked in? If if Oregon, Texas, and Florida State win, is Bama still locked in? Because winning the SEC is the most important thing in college football.
1: Bama's a thousand percent locked in. Bama's a thousand percent locked in. Bama might be. So say in that scenario, Michigan wins, Bama wins, and then you're saying. Oregon, and Florida State? All the favorites win. It's probably okay. Michigan 1, Oregon 2, Bama 3, Florida State okay. 4. Okay, right? so
0: okay, so what if Washington wins, Texas wins, Bama wins, Florida State wins? Does Bama get bounced because you got Florida State undefeated, Washington undefeated, Michigan Texas undefeated, and yeah, Michigan undefeated, then Texas beat Bama. And won their conference.
1: So you're saying a scenario where Bama lost to Georgia and Texas won the Big 12? No, no, no. Bama beats
0: Georgia, Mm -hmm. but Texas beat Bama and won their conference as well. Mm -hmm. And then Florida State undefeated, won their conference. Washington undefeated, won their conference. Michigan undefeated, won their conference. So you got Texas and Bama left. Both of them have one loss, won their conference. But Texas beat Bama. How do you – Bama's out then, right? That's
1: a fucking that's, – <laughs> that's the nightmare. That's the nightmare <laughs> for the committee.
0: Oh that's the God. exact
1: we, – we've found it. That's what they don't want to happen. If that happens, then, yeah, I mean, there's – The committee want, needs Florida State to lose so badly. They need Florida State to lose, and they honestly kind of need Washington to lose. Kind of. Washington, okay. One or the other. other.
0: Yeah, not both of them, but Washington has been. Fraudulent? No, they've been. Dude, all these. Georgia wasn't beating the fuck out of everyone in the beginning of the year, right? Washington was beating teams pretty badly, pretty good. They beat fucking Oregon. Mm -hmm. And then they stayed resilient the last three, four games of the year where it's like they relied on their defense to not let up fucking Ben, don't break. And they fucking pulled games out. Michael Penix has been bad the last couple of games, but they still won on yep. the, the, the heels of what everyone was talking so much shit about as their defense. So it's yep. like. True. They're not as fraudulent. I think they're more a complete team than we think, but I just think if their offense isn't clicking, they're not going to beat any of these teams out left. But like. That's not their fucking problem. They played good teams. They've beat good teams. They've beat everybody. It's like I don't know if they're as fraudulent as we think. I kind of wouldn't mind seeing them in because if that frisky ass offense does pop off, we might see a fireworks game at fucking you know, Georgia, fucking Washington. That would be I, I think that'd
1: be a weirdly good game. I think so too. And Georgia has looked uh beatable. Susceptible. They, yeah, I agree. Like last week, last week they beat Georgia Tech by seven <coughs> points. I think a lot of people were uh, asleep and not giving two shits about that game. Yeah,
0: look, look, definitely look ahead, but still,
1: it's definitely a look ahead. But Georgia, the last two years, doesn't have look aheads. No, no, they no, just no, beat no, the fuck right. out of everybody. Everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> this makes me think, like, okay, maybe Georgia. You know, I think it's kind of overall, it's just a down year in college football as far as talent goes. Um no, for sure. And I think Georgia's included in that. Are they is McConkey disgusting receiver? Yeah. Is Bowers arguably the best player in the league outside of Marv? Yeah. So yeah. they got they got guys. Um, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if it's beat the fuck out of you championship caliber like it was. I think it's kind of gonna be like in that scenario that I gave you, Michigan, Bama, Oregon, Texas flip a coin see i disagree with that i don't think think, texas could win it but i think michigan oregon or bama could
0: i think bama walks through i think bama wins easy though if they if they beat georgia i don't think anyone's touching them you know like that's my that's my nightmare personally not that i'm a giant college football guy but like to me like i fucking hate alabama football like i really do like they so they're so frustrating to watch. They're so good all the time. Nick Saban's such a fucking cuckold. Like yeah, he sucks. I I don't want the, I don't want them to have a fucking chance. I'd rather have Florida State go in and get stomped out like fucking TCU did last year or Cincinnati did the one, you know, like rather yeah. than seeing Alabama fucking backdoor their way in again and fuck around and win this shit. Like I, I don't know.
1: Couldn't agree more.
0: And I don't I want to see Ohio much. State back door their way in either, because Ohio State is good, and, like, they fucked around and was one of the only teams that made Georgia look beatable the last two years in that, that game, and it was like, I mean, they were a field goal away from winning it, you know, or whatever it was, a couple, you know, a couple yards, so.
1: Well, Ohio State has gotten to a point where they can literally beat anybody in the country except Michigan. Michigan, yeah, that's funny. and <laughs> Michigan has gotten to the point where they literally can't beat anybody except Ohio State. <laughs> so it's
0: kind, it's yeah. kind of
1: funny the way that uh, everything has unraveled. That's why I, oh God, it needs to really change this year. We need to get yeah. that first playoff win. If we get <clears throat> bounced in the natty by a good team, I'm fine with that. But and dude, we got to win. I think is game. as a, so like for
0: you, like. For you, I would say you want it to be. You want Florida State and fucking Washington in that playoff. No? Fuck yeah! Oh, okay, I was gonna say, absolutely. Like, yeah, like I and I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Like these are undefeated football teams. Uh, there's no cakewalk, especially if you have to end up going through Georgia at the end of the day. Like we match fuck. up
1: the best against those two teams, specifically yeah. Washington. We match up great against. Like that's the team that Michigan. That's Ohio's. That's what Ohio State used to be. Literally. They can score a million points and don't play much defense. Like That's what they used to be, and that's what Michigan was built to beat.
0: Yeah, exactly. If you
1: you have an O-line or a D-line that's going to be able to push Michigan around, kind of like a Georgia or a Bama or even an Oregon would, that scares the shit out of me. That's slow, methodical football, and then when you're least expecting it, they beat you over the top for 50. Michigan doesn't have that play. We don't have a beat you over the top for 50. Yeah. Michigan has to rely on not making mistakes Yeah, Can't make and
0: mistakes I, I think the Michigan's biggest problem is just Getting there like they haven't gotten there It's like if you, if you mm-hmm. get there That means so much you know what I mean mm-hmm. And they just I think you know if you can just have one of those Especially a Florida State team which In theory No Washington's it hopped them already But uh, like in theory what, what could be the What would be the best Maybe Florida State win and then Georgia win, Florida State win, and Oregon win, because then you would assume that unless the committee is smart, you they put they put Florida State undefeated at three, Oregon at four because they lost one, Bama one and Michigan two. But there's no way they'd put Florida State at three, right? Like there's no there's no so. realm even if they're I, undefeated over uh just because the ACC is not that fucking good.
1: I think they got to beat the piss out of Louisville. Out of Louisville, yeah. Like, really bad.
0: And, like, show that, hey, even without Travis, they're, like, still a pretty high-powered yep. team, and they can make it happen. Yeah, that's fair.
1: And they are, dude. They are. They got guys everywhere on defense, and then you don't even got to talk yeah. about Keon Coleman Keon and goals. Wilson. Their receivers are yeah. disgusting. Like, if they had Jordan Travis, Travis they'd be oh. a very legit threat to, to win this
0: I- I agree. I wanted them to be. I wanted them to win. Like
1: game three, I was like, This
0: is the squad I want to win it all.
1: Me too. I was thinking the same thing at that point. Yeah. I had no belief in Michigan, so I was like, "Fuck <laughs> yeah, let's see Florida State do this thing." Yeah. You know. Um. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend.
0: This kind of will parlay into our parlay. Uh, okay. Did, I, I I think we put someone posted. Do you see the point totals for Iowa? Yeah. Are we, what are, This is real? dude. This I think is a real thing. Tell the people what it is. So their first half and second half over under in points is 0. .5. 0. .5. So one point, they're saying that there's a good chance that they don't score a single point in the entire game.
1: Anything is a dub. That's why I said this game, betting-wise, is kind of untouchable. Outside of the under, I'm not playing anything else other than the under. I don't I don't trust Michigan to cover big spreads. I sure as fuck don't trust Iowa to score. To score. <laughs> so I don't know what's gonna like something has to break, and I don't know what yeah. it is.
0: And I was talking to Chutsey about this the other day. It's like Iowa's got a good defense, but like it's not like their defense is like crazy overwhelming. They got a really easy schedule. They've lost a few games. Like like, so they're not like no. crazy, overwhelmingly good defensively. So, like, there there'd be still, guys like, you've man. heard
1: about if they had that kind exactly. of Exactly. It's
0: just mostly bad offense that they have and force because they're playing shitty teams and they have a fucking fat fuck playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like that, like you said, like, you don't know if, if Michigan, like Michigan can fuck around and go score 45 points on them. But yeah. also you just never know because of, you know, the numbers show that the under hits all the time. It's like, it, it's weird, man.
1: They were talking Crazy. about, they were talking about it on the Valenny show today. Um, and they made a great point. They said Iowa in the big 10 West, everybody else in the big 10 West is just Iowa. They just haven't figured out how to win games yet. Everybody, everybody in the big 10 West is the exact same. Nobody can play any offense. They all have decent defenses. Nobody has just figured out how to win a game yet outside of Iowa because Kirk Ferentz has been there since literally fucking pterodactyls were helping bring the scaffolding into the state. <laughs> so if Shea Patterson's alive,
0: does Iowa have a chance to beat Michigan in reality?
1: <laughs> you mean McNamara? I mean, yeah, no.
0: yeah, McNamara, not Shea Patterson. Jesus no. God.
1: Even yeah, with McNamara. even with McNamara and you know one of the, the funniest stat of the Iowa team is this year. No. Eric All, he was the tight end for Michigan, he transferred to Iowa. He's the leading receiver right now. He hasn't played since October 14th. Oh He's still God. the leading receiver. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> A month and a half has passed. (laughs) He's still the leading
0: receiver
1: at a cool 299 yards.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. So I don't know what. I don't know if, like, I don't know if the DBs, like, as Mike Sandra still and Will Johnson even making the trip, don't even bring those guys. Let the walk ons play DB. (laughs) Iowa ain't throwing it. Like, let's not get anybody hurting this thing, you know?
0: Yeah, seriously. That's hilarious. So that's where
1: I'm at. But yeah, that's gonna be a uh I don't know if I don't know if the Fair Enough Pod is gonna be posting any bets for the Michigan game this week. Shit, I don't think we're gonna be posting any bets
0: for any college football this week. This slate no. is weird and gonna be tough to predict.
1: Yep. But the boys are riding hot in the league because we protect the shield. Goodell should send us checks for yeah. what we're doing uh on these NFL bets. And we're gonna keep it up. We're gonna put one together tonight. So here's where we're at. We've we've been talking about this a little bit today, um, but we wanted to kind of vet the rest of this out on the podcast. And we are talking Eagles, Seahawks or Seahawks, <laughs> Cowboys. Seahawks, Cowboys. Thursday night football. We're gonna stay in the primetime games because we did well on Thursday in those primetime games and then Uh, What was the last one?
0: It was Friday and then Monday. Friday
1: we hit one and then Monday we hit one. Okay. Yeah. Monday night. Yeah, last night. So this is where we're at. Let me tell you the legs that we like the most. We like Tony Pollard alternate 50-plus rushing yards. We like the Cowboys money line. Shout out to the Cowboys won us a leg on Thursday for our first parlay that we put together. And then one that we're shaky on but do like is Dak over 24 and a half passing completions. What we're trying to do, because that's this is at, it's Tuesday, remind you, we're going to put this out uh, on TikTok on Thursday with the exact numbers. But as of right now, the Dak over 24 and a half completions, 50 plus rushing yards for Tony Pollard and Cowboys money line is at plus 234. So we'd like to add another leg to this thing. And you were discussing the field goals for this Aubrey guy, for the Cowboys, and he's been a stud this year and hasn't missed. But our debate was whether or not the Cowboys are going to be kicking a lot of field goals in this game. I mean, my
0: thing is the games that they've lost and the one tight game that they've played. I believe he hits the number. It's the yeah. bad team. So I mean, they've beat the fuck out of so many bad teams. I mean, they've they've won seven games by twenty points, and I
1: think this isn't a bad the, team.
0: No, exactly. And I think they've they've won the the twenty point win. I think four of the seven he has he's hit. So that it's about fifty percent there. But when they play, you know. Tough games I mean the the guy Hasn't missed and Mm -hmm. I Would think that Seattle is good Enough Ben don't break type of Team and defense To maybe you know Get to that number and hopefully maybe Like Dallas at the end of the end of the half Or something you know that you you get a 50 yarder To to sneak one in and then you just Need one other one I like it but I don't You know it, it Fucking it's tough because He's gone two in a row without hitting that number, I'm pretty sure, um, just because they've been beating the fuck out of teams.
1: Yeah, and how – well, this? it's like a gut feeling again, and maybe this is going back on our Cowboys money line, but, like, is this one they drop? I know they're a fucking nine-point favorite, man, but, like, they've been beating the shit out of teams, and the Cowboys cowboy at some point. That's what people on the TikTok comments were saying when we when we played that minus 11 Cowboys on Thursday. But you and I just had a feeling. The Cowboys beat bad teams. That's what we have been seeing. Yeah. The Cowboys are going to Cowboy eventually, like everybody said in the comments. Cowboys can't do it on Turkey Day. Cowboys, blah, blah, blah. They're going to do their, their Cowboy thing at some point. Is this the mm-hmm. game where they do it and they fucking blow this thing at home? Or does home make that big of a difference for them?
0: I mean, I think home does make a pretty big difference for them, but... Um, I think so, too.
1: You know what I wish we had? What? I wish we had just Brandon Aubrey points. There, There is
0: one for seven and a half, though. So that's two field goals and two extra points. Or fucking yeah. one field goal and five extra points. That's kind of steep.
1: Yeah, so if we were going to do that, we'd rather just go the Let's over take, one and a half field goals.
0: Yeah. My yeah. thing is, dude, I mean, uh, he has one, one, two, four games out of 11. He hasn't hit this, so he's, what is that, seven and four? he's, what is that? Seven and four.
1: What's seven right? divided by four, Jack? No, that's... 60, yeah. 63%? Seven
0: divided by 11. <laughs> whatever, yeah. But either way, like, he... He hits it a lot. I, Seattle, the thing about Seattle is that, like, yeah, they're a decent team, but like they also just drop one of the Rams. You know? They 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 got their ass beat by the 49ers. They dropped one of the Rams. They beat the commanders by three points only. They got shit on by the Ravens. They're pl- playing bad ball. Um, so for the money line situation, at least, I'm not, not talking about the kicker. I think that right now the cowboys are playing too good and i don't think
1: they're going to Cowboy right now i got let's... a i i got kind of a fun idea all right what do you think let's let's keep the one let's keep the legs that we like tony Pollard, 50 plus rushing dak 24 and a half completions cowboys money line mm-hmm. and let's post this tiktok and let the people decide We'll post three options. We can either do one that we've been bouncing back and forth on, Tony Pollard touchdown, or we can do Brandon Aubrey over one and a half field goals. And then let's find one more that we can throw in there and say, all right, these are the three that the people get to choose from. Whatever they decide, we'll, that's what we'll roll with. Okay. Um, Mind you, too. So, Tony
0: Pollard's line is like 60 yards. So, we're not teasing it down that much. Uh, we're not no. here to give you guys ladder challenge type plays where we're making a six leg parlay to make even money. We're not no. professional gamblers. We're playing with our heart here. So, risk your yep. money, you know, responsibly, but also at your own risk. Um, and we're looking to have winners here. I think we're up in three bets 15 units, um, which is a shit ton <laughs> yeah. and is very unsustainable. But, um you know, we're here to make a a 300 or plus 300 plus 400 leg parlay that is actually mm-hmm. going to be fun to sweat out and actually make some fucking money on it, you know. Um Yep.
1: And so there's a little, wanna, there's, little disclosure. there's Yeah, and there's not no research put into these? No, there's, yeah, we're not There's um, some. Yeah. But the gut's been working. Uh, like yeah. that, that that Cowboys minus eleven pick that first week, that was fucking. That was just me and Mike saying we don't think the Cowboys lose this game. We yeah. think they're blown. They them beat out. bad teams by a lot. It is yep. what it
0: is. That's. Yep.
1: So what should uh, we do for this third leg? Okay. The guys, you know, the guy that keeps screaming at me is Brandon Cooks. So um,
0: I, I like this. Is just me personally on a on a, on a something like this, is that. How many guys on one team are gonna be able to come through for you? That's why right. I don't I don't right. necessarily love going all Cowboys, so I don't Do hate ha- the thought of getting some like DK Metcalf receptions in or something along those lines. I love that.
1: Let's look at either JSN or DK. Because if we're right and the Cowboys win this game, the Seahawks are gonna to have to throw the ball to keep up. Yes. Right? Correct. So what do we got? DK receptions is set at four and a half. And I just want to say
0: that the DK receptions thing kind of jumps out for me, not because of him hitting this line a lot, but because nine targets, nine targets, 12 targets, four targets, 14 targets, nine targets. The guy gets the ball thrown his fucking way a lot. Um, Yeah. So, you know, maybe this is one where – we can if there's a you have an alternate line you're playing on on FanDuel or something where you can get them at like three and a half and just get mm-hmm. four grabs. I feel like that would be an absolute lock. Um I don't hate it at five either, though.
1: I don't hate it at four and a half either. I really don't. I I like that one a lot. Um and they're gonna have to rely on him. I mean, who do the Cowboys got? They got Bland and then they got Stefan Gilmore playing corner. But the Seahawks got weapons, man. They got Lockett. They low-key yeah. have a really nice receiver room. Lockett, 100%. Metcalf, and, and JSN. So, yeah, I think I think we throw that one as, as the fourth option. So we're going to do, or the third option. So we're going to do either a Tony Pollard touchdown, DK over four and a half receptions, or Brandon Aubrey over one and a half field goals made. Uh, we'll create the TikTok right now, post it and then we will post the final TikTok with the final bet on Thursday uh, before the game. Sound yeah, like a plan?
0: Yeah, I mean, shit. At the end of the day, I might play all three of them. I'm not even <laughs> I
1: mean, that's <laughs> what I'm doing, too. Come on. I'm just going to play all three of the alternates together all three, all in a separate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, thanks, for everybody, for riding with us. This has been a fun few days where we get to pretend that we're real sports gamblers. Um like I said in the in that last TikTok. We do it every day, we just don't do it professionally, I guess. Um yeah, and this exactly. is a, you know, this is always going to be more of a food and science podcast than it is a sports gambling podcast, but hey, if we need to start posting gambling TikToks, um we'll do it cuz it's been a blast to ride with everybody. Yeah, so.
0: and you know, it- you We can differentiate the pod from the the this. Like if we if we want to fuck around and you guys want to hear what we think, it we can do that. It takes two we'll minutes. Do to some like lines, to yeah, and still have mm-hmm. our normal food and science podcast for the boys, and then we'll get. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, I got one last thing that we have to talk about because it's been okay. two weeks now. Jack, how's the new place, brother? Oh yeah, how's the setup? It's how is the laundry Setup's situation, fine,
1: man? Dude. I've done so much fucking laundry. It's incredible. I just yeah. do it for fun now. I'll just throw <laughs> something in it. Sometimes I don't even I don't even fill it up. I just turn it on. Yep. Just let it run. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just let it run, baby. No, it's yeah, sick. Yeah, I, I fucking love being here, bro. Rochester is elite in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's sick. New setup is dope. I finally got this room padded up, so I'm not all echoey. Just really sick Um, i'm so jealous of that yeah yeah the the little stew here is is pretty dope but yeah i don't know well good we'll get into that a little more
0: next week but i really wanted you at least to speak on it this week because it's been two full weeks and we need to get a little update from the old jb yeah
1: Yeah. next week we got the draft um i don't know what we're drafting yet but we'll do that uh i have i have wrote something down this happened to me today I have a problem with people that don't understand what a backup camera is, but we'll talk about that next week because it fucking pissed me off today. Yeah. But uh, all right, everybody. That was episode 95 slash episode 88. Shout out to the savior. Uh, wings to the cup. And we will see you guys on TikTok on Thursday at fair enough pod on TikTok. See you there. Fair enough pod Love one. You. Oh, fair enough pod one. Peace.